What's up guys, welcome to today's money. Thank you for listening, I appreciate you being here. If you'd like to watch the video version of this podcast, there's a link for that in the description. And if you wanna jump right into the podcast, skip the next 30 seconds of ad space. What's up everybody, welcome back. I'm starting the video today. So we're gonna have a fun, just free-flowing conversation about being cheap. I think this relates to everybody, whether you're an entrepreneur, a trader, just when to be cheap, what does it even mean to be cheap? And yeah, who's more cheap between the two of us? COVID. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> this was something that we were talking about last weekend. So and I was like, oh, this is a good video concept. Yeah, we were just getting into it. So we thought we would talk in front of the camera and share it with you guys. Because I think you guys will find some value. So if you enjoy the conversation, make sure you give us a thumbs up and subscribe. So for me, being cheap, I think always goes back to my parents, right? Because I think for all of us, like the people who raise us, show us like where to spend money and what the definition of money means. And now actually, as I'm thinking about it, you got the wheels turning, right? There's that <laughs> video of Grant Cardone. Like he used to say all the time, he was like, who, like he would have these sentences, money is the root of all evil, right? Uh, rich people are naturally greedy, right? See like those innate answers that you have, he would go <laughs> around and he would ask people that question. And he's like, look at the way that you're initially as a kid taught to look at money. So in the same way, we should think about like how we're initially conditioned to think about being cheap and where to be cheap. And I think a lot of us are conditioned poorly because well those aren't my natural conditioned responses i just know that that's what you wanted me to oh, okay. say she wanted this that. is where the conversation gets interesting she wanted that on the record <laughs> right 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 so but you get what i'm saying yeah. right like the the conditioning of what being cheap is and like what money does for you that conditioning comes from your parents and the people that you're raised don't you agree yeah absolutely and whether it's like direct conditioning like they're teaching you about it or just conditioning through observation because most people don't like to talk about money it's this weird taboo right thing right but it's something that we all need to survive so it's like why would you avoid the conversation well and it's weird because like you're taught that you have to work hard to make a lot of money but i think we're seeing now more than ever that you don't necessarily have to work the hardest in like a physical hard sense of the word which a lot of people are defining it as yeah you don't have to do that anymore i mean look at some of these kids on youtube i was watching a video of these guys like have you heard of the sway house like they're these guys that they all are on youtube yeah. i think and they're tiktokers and they live together so they yep. all are feeding off each other's followings Anthony Pompliano, the guy that I like a lot, a lot of people know his Pomp podcast, right? Like he's popping right now. Pomp is popping. <laughs> he was doing an interview with the guy from the Sway House, and they were talking about how much money these influencers make. The kid's making like 70K a month off YouTube, 80K a month off YouTube. You really think he's working hard in the traditional sense of the word, and he's making $70,000 a month. Right. So well, it redefines like how to make money. You know what I mean? That's what I was just going to say, like working hard because that person still is definitely working hard. It's just we're moving into like this time period where working hard looks so much different. Right. People are realizing right. that they don't just have to trade their time for a labor intensive mm. job to get money. They can trade money they can for money. They can trade still takes time, but for less labor intensive it's always like the work smarter, not harder. Yeah, but like think about it. The reason they're making this money is because they put up YouTube videos that continue to generate like these videos. I mean, we're yeah. not making 70K a month, but our videos continue to generate ad revenue after I post them once. Right. So it's like, like you said, working a little smarter, not harder, but playing in the digital space. Like that's just knowing what's the future. Yeah. And being prepared to like live and operate in the 21st century. You know what I'm saying? But back to being cheap. Think about those kids that are making $150,000, $100,000 a month. The kid was saying, he's like, they're buying cars in cash. They're buying jewelry in cash. Like, that's what these kids, that's what a lot of people would do if they made that much money. But I think there's certain 
things. I guess for me, like I also just look at successful people and failures and I try to learn from them both. Right. And you see how many people go broke because they end up spending more money than they earn. And at their peak earning years, sorry, peak earning years, like when they're making the most money, when they're at the top in their industry, Mm -hmm. they don't save enough. They flex too hard. They spend too much. And that's what ends up hurting them in the long run. So as we're coming up, because I think we're nowhere near the peak yet, I think that's my biggest thing is I can make sure as we make more money, we continue to save more money, not spend more money. Absolutely. Like even as a kid growing up, I always remember hearing and watching shows of people that win the lottery and then end up declaring bankruptcy. Right. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. How do I never end up like that? Right. You know? And I think it's like my barber, he says it sometimes. He's like, you got to get your cheap on. He, <laughs> he says that like me and all of his other like rich clients. I don't think I'm a rich client. Okay. But, but he says we all, he's like, you guys are all cheap. Like you guys know how to be cheap. And it's true. So let's talk about that right now. Okay. Who is more cheap between the two of us? Before we go into this. Comment below who you think it is. Who do you think is like innately more If you cheap? comment me. If you comment Austin, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely wrong. Like, I think you're definitely wrong. We figured this out. That's why yeah. we wanted to do this video because we were talking about it. And I was like, yeah, I am pretty cheap. And then Riley was like, hmm. I was like, you're not cheap. You just used to be broke. That, that's basically the <laughs> so truth. So we had to be cheap. But at the same time, I also am always spending most of my money back on the business. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. always been that way, throwing it back into the business. So while I'll be cheap in my head, like that's, I think the reason I see it as me being cheap is because I was never buying myself nice clothes, never buying myself, like we just got a nice car when we could plenty afford it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like I waited for things and I didn't spend money along the way of growing the business. So I was cheap towards certain things, but I spent money. Like I've dumped thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars into you, Facebook ads you and were, things like that. You were cheap because you had to be. Yes. But as we've discussed, innately, you like, like the nicer, nicer things. things. Like when we're looking at this trip to Mexico, I'm like, okay, we could spend, you know. Here's a... Ooh. Whack the microphone. Perfect example. Okay. Of how... Are you going to steal this one? Because I had a good example. You got this? This is even better. All right. With flights. Okay. You would rather pay extra, pay for your seat, know that your bag's included, know you got the extra leg room, know nobody else is around you. You don't really care if it's an extra whatever dollars, you know? Me, if I see a cheap flight on Spirit in the back, I don't really care. It'll still get me there. We're both going from A to B. But I'll be so miserable. I hate flying on Spirit. Yeah. I hate flying you Spirit. Do. Yeah. And like, <laughs> so I don't want to do that. So in the, like, if we're going to spend $1,000 on flights, why would I not just spend 1400 and be happy and comfortable? Because that or, other $400 could sure. go towards something Look, else. And this logic has definitely been known to bite me in the ass because I'll be like, oh, we're going to spend three grand on this trip. Well, why don't we just spend five? And then it's like... It's like, no, it doesn't work that right. way. I know. So it does. But at the same time... I think that's a part of my personality that's made me successful too. Cause it's like that's, all in. That's your mom coming out. And all you. in. I want all of it. I want the best. I got to be the best. I want all of it or nothing. Yeah. That's my mindset. I guess that's where that comes out of me. But you're definitely cheap too with like when we go out to dinner or when we order food, you're looking at the deals on Uber Eats. I'm like, why would I pick just from the <laughs> things on Uber Eats that are offering deals? I want to look at all the restaurants. You're like, yeah, but these ones are on the discount. I'm so cheap that like I remember... Um, like in high school and stuff, my ex, he was on a sports team. So like everybody, you know, we'd all go out to eat afterwards. And of course, like the parents would always try and pay for me regardless if I tried to pay for myself. So I would order the cheapest thing on the menu because I felt bad. Yeah. I think I would do that. I do that often too. You get a water and you order the cheapest thing. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same way. A girl cheese. Because I don't want people taking care of me though. 
That yeah. to me isn't like so much more me being cheap. It's more like I don't want you to, you don't need to take care of me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like when I go out to dinner with people and I know they're going to try to treat, then you always try to be nice on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't remember the last person that took me out to dinner and treated me. Me? Yeah, other than you. What you mean? I just feel like now we've become the people that treat everybody everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. Come on. Because we like to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And I won't be cheap on that either. Like when, when our friends and family come around, like, I'm not cheap with that stuff, I feel like. I feel like I'm pretty generous that way. I feel, yeah. Yeah? Could I be more generous? Of course. Well, you always could be more generous, right, but I think even, you're like, relatively generous. Well, because you don't want to give too much. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. then people will continue to expect. Yeah. So you have to be careful with how much you give. Yeah, and you've taught me, like, not to be cheap in some things. Like what? I don't. I don't know. I feel like everything in my life I was just cheap about. So like. <laughs> I think about yourself. Like yeah. self-care for Rye deserves nice things. Yeah. You know? Like Rye, she loves to go thrift shopping. We're going to talk about me in third person right now. Or there's a, yeah, that's third yeah. person. Yeah. Yeah. Like thrift shopping versus spending, like going out and spending money on clothes or something. Like I'd rather thrift. But I helped. But why what, not? What about the nice yoga clothes that you're right. getting now? Yeah, you helped with that a little bit. Right. But Or what about your teeth? Well, that that wasn't really like a cheap or a non-cheap right. thing. Okay, yeah. But. That was just expensive. Yeah. Back to traders. So I feel like like traders that are watching this, they're probably like, what the hell? How is this relevant to me? <laughs> but as a trader, I feel like as you start seeing gains, profits, consistently winning. Sometimes I feel like it can get easy to then get sucked in that rabbit hole of, well, now I need to spend because I see all these people on social media. They've got these flashy cars, these watches, these everything, these flames on my car, you know, whatever it is that toots their horn. Mm. And in that case, I feel like you definitely have to have a good measure level of like, all right, where do I need to be cheap and where is it okay to indulge a little bit? Right. So where do you think that you are actually cheap? Since we know I'm the cheap one of the two of us, where are you cheap? I don't know exactly where I'm cheap, but I pay attention to my costs in everything that we do with the business. Like I try to monitor how much we're spending on ads and how much we're going to spend on this event and this uh, this product and this, like, you know what I mean? I try to yeah. monitor my costs so that I'm still making money. So I don't know if that, like, that's the first thing that comes to mind. But then, like, being cheap, like... I used to be worse where like if we were planning an event, I would order cheaper t-shirts to save money. I definitely would. That would be like 19, 20 year old Austin, but now I'm 26 almost. So now I'm more mature. <laughs> and now no, I understand cheap for you is like the last live event that we did where you didn't necessarily think like the name tags, like the extra right, marketing right. stuff was necessary. And, and I'm like, no, this is a time where you don't really want to be well, cheap because this is your business. But This is why we work together. Cause I'm just like, yo, these people are coming for the value of the, content in the trading stuff not the fucking name tags you know yeah. what i'm saying <laughs> but that's but, the truth but it adds to it i think it's, i just kicked the cat Aww. she was underneath me yeah i know it does and i'm that and i've learned that from you and it's made us better and made asfx better so i've learned that um i'm i think i'm cheap too sometimes in like i don't know i just feel like i'm better now at saving not so much that i'm cheap in anything i'm just better at saving than i've ever been well, that's a good thing. Yeah. That's not really like. I mean, if I wasn't, we would maybe have to start like an OnlyFans and start making money that way or something like <laughs> that. Like all these rappers that can't make any money during coronavirus. If you don't save, then how are you going to be able to handle times like this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's true. I really think that. So you need the war chest. 
So, okay, as a trader, let's mm-hmm. try and bring this back to trading. Where do you feel like it's good to not be cheap? In your education. Like, and your self-development. Yeah, you books. definitely, actually, yeah, you were not cheap at all when it came to your education and books and learning. Spent a lot of money on books. Yeah, you and, did. And courses and yes, stuff. Yes, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, no, definitely can't be cheap on that because it's self-improvement and it's going to pay off. Even if it's a stupid course, then at least you learn what not to do. Like, it's still learning something. So, it's like, even if the book doesn't teach you too much, it's still value because you learn what you don't like or whatever. There's yeah. still a lesson to pull. So, that stuff is invaluable. Like, you can always learn from that. So, can't be too cheap on that. And then... With the trading stuff, I think you have to, like, prioritize. Like, everybody thinks you have to buy, like, screens and the best computer. You really don't. Like, you just don't. Yeah. MetaTrader 4 runs on, like, PC on, like, a basic $600 laptop. Probably even cheaper than that. So, you really don't need the most complicated thing to be able to make money trading. I feel like that's, like, all the people, though. Like, that goes down a whole different route of people that think they need all the newest best equipment to enhance their performance and right it's Mm -hmm. like if you can't trade your new fancy screens aren't gonna help you no they're just not it's cool to be like like i've learned that i've known that i've heard that for a long time and i've lived through like i'd say two maybe three years of understanding that and like living through that understanding and making less trades making more money and making better trading decisions overall it's like it's super powerful it's like why would you think and I did think that like the computer would make a difference or how many charts I can look at at once would make a difference like no that's just going to distract me from making really good trading decisions it does a lot of the stuff is distracting even like I was talking to Lindsay about like the 24 hour I think it was Lindsay or was it you like the 24 hour forex thing how it's like they talk about forex as if it's like a non-stop atm money machine but that's not the right way to trade forex you know what I'm saying but it's marketed that way so like it's distractions there's distractions everywhere you know yeah and I think a lot of people are easily distracted. So it's important not to be, like, again, I would be cheap on the trading, like, screens and stuff like that. Like, you just don't need that stuff to trade well. The money should be focused on, first, like, of course, trading with paper money. And then when you actually are making money with the demo account, then all the money should be focused on your trading account. Yeah. Not your screens. Right. It's it's like back to the plane ticket. Like, you're still going to get there, whether you have a fancy screen or not. Like you need to learn how to do it and get there safely. You know, exactly. In that sense, that's where it's the same thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where do you think your cheapness comes from? Back to like the original start of this conversation. Because I said, it's my parents. Yeah. It's always, I mean, everything. If, if you grew up with your parents, like, um, because you made a good point when we were talking about this, you were like, which one of your parents was more cheap? Girl. She just wants to be on the video. (laughs) So, Hopefully that didn't cut out too long ago. I don't think it did. I don't think so either. Okay, let's finish. So anyway. Yeah, where does your cheapness come from? Um, My cheapness definitely comes from both parents, but more so my dad than my mom. So growing up, my dad, like, not, there's levels of homeless. Um, There's like the living on the streets type of homeless, but then there's like the couch surfers or like the people that always might have roommates, you know, and Mm -hmm. that was my dad growing up. So he has moved probably like 40 times in his life, just bouncing around. Now he's has a house and is good and everything. But growing up, he lived with so many different people just to make thing to make by, you know, to make by to get by to get by. So him being that way and me as a child, like seeing that always taught me the difference between need versus one, because with him, since he never really had a lot of space, he didn't have space to have wants. Mm. Like there was no room for extras. It was always, yeah, it was always a, what do I need to survive? Right. 
So that really taught me a lot about what we need versus what we want in life. Right. And when you're surviving and just even in general about overall happiness, I feel like I could rant on that for a really long time, but definitely learned it from my dad and just witnessing him go through all of his troubles in life and seeing what's a need versus what's a want. And just always having that question in the back of my mind, you know, down to the point where, um, like I'll still coupon to this day. If I find great coupons, because it's like, why not? It's saving you money. Like, why wouldn't you coupon? So yeah, definitely get that from my dad. Um, but I'm getting better at it. I know that I'm not in survival mode, so I don't need to act like that in every decision. But I think it's really good that I do have that perspective on everything because I'm always able to like, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. To really weigh in and be like, is this a want or is this a need? Right. And more times than not, it's probably a want. Yeah. Because we need very little to survive. Right. But that's always good to like, I think you don't understand it, like you said, without the perspective. Yeah. Very few people can understand the the differences without the without living it. Like yeah. you can't just talk about it is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you couldn't, it's harder to, that's why you hear so many like rich kids that are like just giving money from their parents why they end up blowing it and going broke. Right. You know what I mean? They don't understand the true value of the dollar. Yeah, I 100% understand. So I say mainly from my dad, but I did learn it from my, so my parents were divorced for those of you that don't know. Um, my mom was the type of person where she definitely like always budgeted like down to the penny. So I did learn a lot from her about the value of a dollar, but with her, I saw her indulge more on her wants, not versus needs. Mm. So me being a kid and me seeing my dad being the type of person where he was always so focused on just the needs, not the wants. And then my mom, when she did Even have better a, perspective, when she did have a little bit extra, she right. would indulge for herself right. on her wants. Like, yes, for her kids, but not as often. No fault to any of my parents. Love them. They're different people now. But growing up, that's just how they were. That's just how right. things were. And people were always bringing it to my attention of like, oh, like your mom has her nails done, but your dad is like living with his mom, you know, things like that. So as a child, I was very good at seeing both sides of everything because my parents were two completely opposite people which is why they're divorced right um but it was really cool and i love the experience that they gave me for that because now as i'm older i am able to tap a little bit more into my mom and be like okay well what do i want for myself and obviously like we said with the help of you kind of pushing me sometimes but yeah yeah where do you think now like your perspective of needs versus wants is in terms of your lifestyle now like are you able to still really look at every single dollar that you spend and say do I need this or do I want this it really depends on the situation so like when we were at universal I walked into how many stores a lot and I looked at you and I was like a lot I don't need anything here and I walked out I didn't buy a single thing there right except for donuts yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like any and anybody else, if they were in a store like that, they'd be like, oh, maybe I want this or I want a souvenir shirt or right. a little mug. And right. for me, those are the types of things where I'm just like, I don't need any of that. Right. I don't need to spend. But that's also just because you know that that's junk and you hoard junk and you don't need to hoard any more junk because you, you hoard. What nost- do I hoard? Nostalgic stuff. Nostalgic stuff is not junk. You just aren't nostalgic. Okay. Maybe that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's interesting that that's where your perspective comes from. I feel like for, like I said, most people it comes from their parents. Do you think there was anybody else in your family, like Aunt Rain or Uncle Jeff, that influenced your perspective of being cheap? 
Do you have any other <sighs> memories that you want to share where you think back and you're like, yo, so, why was so-and-so being so cheap? Do you have any memories of me where you're like, why is he being so cheap with that? When I met you and you lived in a chicken coop of a house, but I understood why you were being cheap with that. Well, I was trying to start the business. Right. Yeah. So growing up. Hey, and it was still like $1,000 a month to live there. And at that time, that was a lot of money. Yeah. I was just DJing. And it was filled with mold. Yeah, it wasn't a safe place to be. Anyway. We're better now. So my pappy growing up, he's an entrepreneur. Um, he always told me, um, work for your, or don't work for your money. Have your money work for you. Like mm. he was always the one. Rich dad, poor dad. Yes. Getting, drilling that into me. But it was interesting. Um, cause he's just like a very interesting person. But that's like. <laughs> <laughs> we got to bring pappy on the show. Yeah, yeah no, he's just a. He's out there, but he always told me that. And I remember that. And he yeah. would just always get so passionate about money. Yeah. And like when the government. More than me. Uh, you, you two would actually have a rare. I always said you guys should keep meet. going. I don't want to distract you. But he always made such an emphasis on like when the government is like dipping into your pockets mm. too much. So I always then looked at that and was like, okay, he's somebody, he owns his own business. He's always talking about his money working for him, not him working for his money. But if you look at how this man lives, he's got a Maserati in the garage, but he lives in a one bedroom, small ass little house with always just wears plain white t-shirts every day. Like he, the way he lives is cheap, but then he goes and buys a really nice car. So it like doesn't make sense to me. He has a different definition of his dollar. Yeah. He's just the value of his dollar. He's all over the place, but he, even looking at him, he taught me like, okay, he has money, but he's not flashy about it. Right. Like he still is always Honestly, to himself. I think that's the biggest thing too that I've learned. Like over time, the people that really make a lot of money don't want to talk about it that much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm, I'm very grateful that both of us are not flashy people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I could talk all day about all the different people that it, Cause I grew up clearly around a lot of people. Do you so, have any other memories that like stick out as like, Oh, that was a moment where so-and-so was being really cheap. Just cause those memories that stick out now are going to be the ones that like left a, a deep impression on you. Yeah. When you say that, like I come to mind Why? when I went to senior week <laughs> in high school with all my girlfriends, like I picked like the cheapest place ever. Cause I didn't care. I was like, we're literally just sleeping there. Like I'm there to be on the beach. I don't care where I'm staying. Like we're not going to be in our room. We're going to be on the boardwalk. We're going to be on the beach. We're, we'll go to everybody else's house, right. you know, and hang out there. Like we had weave in our bed. Oh God. It was terrible. You really picked the shithole. Oh yeah. It was a motel. Oh wow. I mean, not like a, crackhead motel but, but like close yeah just because you just didn't want to spend the extra money yeah but nice. it's weird See, that's where in, you and me are different in high school i was the crazy person with three jobs just because i wanted to right. like i wanted to work in my free time because i was always the friend that if i wanted to do something like the money was never an issue for me right i just did it right. i made it work you yeah. know i i worked for my money because i was taught that right so even though i had money out of all my friends i still was the one that was like Nah, like I'm not spending it on a so nice you place. You are really cheap, man. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you really are. Yeah, like I remember going to Momo's house. Momo's my great grandma all the time. She's the one that taught me how to clip coupons. I used to love sitting there practicing my scissor skills, cutting along <laughs> the dotted lines every Sunday Yo, in the coupon that's paper. Crazy. My dad still coupons. I, I don't know if I coupon like that. Like I don't Your know. Your dad coupons for food. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but like that's restaurants. Just, yeah, that's the way he's always been. Yeah, but like 
Austin's background, and you can touch on this, like his mom is where he gets his non-cheapness from. And yeah. it's so funny because I love you both. But his mom is the type of person where she's just like, oh, that's a nice shiny object. I want it. Right. <laughs> it's interesting. And it's interesting that her and my dad lasted this long, considering he's yeah. the one that's always like, mm, we'll see. That's my dad's favorite answer. We'll see. Should we buy that right now? Mm, we'll see. Like, he thinks about everything. He can't just make decisions. Like, he has yeah. to ponder it. And that's more like because he's being, like, cheap. Do I need that? Do I want that? That's what he's really saying. It's with, right. We'll see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think for me, I don't have any moments where I'm like, oh, so-and-so was being cheap. I have moments of my mom calling my dad cheap and say, why is he Why is he not doing this right now? Because <laughs> my dad's going to get a second opinion. Like, I think, I don't remember what they were work they were doing on the house once. Like, they were getting something redone or whatever. And she was like, why won't you just do this one? Like, why is he being so cheap? Blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't remember exactly what she said. It was a long time ago. But, like, my dad was just looking for a second opinion to see if he could get it cheaper somewhere else. And that's me now. Like, I said, so I have that in me from my dad. But I remember my mom yelling at him, bitching at him about it. And it's funny because I'm like, I'm grateful Riley's not like that because you're the <laughs> exact opposite of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. She looked, I told her yesterday I had to ship out these things for um, the contest that we did on Instagram. And when I told her how much UPS was trying to charge me, she was like, you didn't pay for that, right? <laughs> I was, I was, like, like, I was no. like, you said no, right? And walked out. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were proud of me for being cheap. Cause I normally I would have been like, yeah, it's expensive, but whatever. I got to ship them. She's like, no, we'll find somebody else to ship them. We'll do it cheaper. I'm like, yeah, you're right. That's why I see I'm getting better. Yeah. Yeah. I also think of the story with your mom where she really wanted those teak wood floors mm -hmm. and then she was always bitching about how they get scratched and yep. girls heels dent them and yep. blah, blah, blah. But it's like, Carol, you had to be expensive and get the nice floors and right. then you want to complain about them that nobody can even step on them because right. they're going to... That's my mom. Not break, but dent. My scratch. mom is very materialistic, but I love her. But she's, she is, she is. <laughs> I my, love your mom. And my dad, as he's gotten older, has been more, less and less. My dad's like ready to sell everything and move to Mexico and just disappear into a beach. That's, a, that's my dad. It is very interesting. Your dad is the type of person where like he'll wear clothes that are too big because he won't want to go shop for himself. But like your mom wants to go shopping and he's like, okay, like I don't care. Right. Get He'll whatever my you want. Right, my mom can go spend whatever money. Right. And he won't go buy himself a new outfit. It's, yeah. That's my dad too. But that, you kind of get cheapness in that way because. Yeah, why? Because clothes still, still work. You still have the same shirts from high school. But they still fit. I'm still fit. Yeah. It still works. Yeah. It still works. Some of them are faded and we've thrown those away and you get me new ones. But like, it's just a shirt. Yeah. I don't, I've, it's always been hard for me with the clothes because I know people judge you based on your appearance, but I don't care to spend money on my appearance because it doesn't matter. My mom always used to tell me, dress for where you want to be, not for where you are. Eh, so, I don't know, Tracy. I don't know if I agree with that. I'm sorry. I went to school every day like looking a hobo. Like a, <laughs> literally <laughs> looking like a bum because I wanted to be in bed. I wanted to be home. I didn't want to be at school. Shows up in pajamas. <laughs> Dead ass. I was like, sometimes you're lucky if I would, sometimes, actually, this is really bad, but I don't really care. I would sleep in what I was going to wear the night before. So I could literally just wake up in the morning, brush my teeth, grab a granola bar out the that's door. Like, I go. That's second nature to, uh, like to I, jail. I was not a typical girl. That's I was like, like the, jail. I can be up ready and out the door in five minutes. Let's go. Yeah. That's not normal. I mean, I'm fast, but that's, yeah. But you didn't like I didn't care. I didn't care what I looked like. I'm right. like, all you people, like, this is high school. Right. Y'all are going to judge me on what I look like because I want to be comfortable. I don't care. Right. Really but don't. That's how I feel. Like, too. look so where we, I'm we, at right now. Do I care? Right. No. Right. Didn't affect me. Hey, I'm wearing collared shirts now, but they're dry fit, so they're comfortable. I just, you know, the collar, I think. And they don't get wrinkly. Yeah. I think the collar makes it look a little bit more professional, I guess. Yeah. 
I like t-shirts. That's why I always wear now t-shirts. Now I just wear yoga clothes all the time. So I guess I enhanced my bumness from like baggy sweatpants <laughs> looking like a little boy to actually looking like, like a little boy. Literally looking like a little boy. In sixth grade, I wore my hair up in a bun every single day because I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know how to do my own hair because I have so much of it. I wore it up to the point where teachers would compliment me or like say things when my hair was down because it was that big oh, of your, a deal. Oh, your hair looks so pretty today. Literally. <laughs> it was that big of a deal because every day, sweatpants, sweatpants shirt hair in a bun no makeup let's go deodorant teeth all right i'm here i'm ready to learn what do you got to tell I'm me i'm ready to learn <laughs> like, yeah you're funny right take the test pass next like let's go you're funny all right so i think we wrap it up here because <laughs> i got to go to boxing but this is fun what time is it 11:15. yeah we appreciate you sitting through everybody sorry that the camera gave out we're back to the original one camera angle for the <laughs> second half of this video, but we'll go back to the split screen next video. I'll make sure that we're charged up and ready to go. That's my Hopefully bad. you guys like this. This is literally just free. What's our end word? Conversation for us. The N word today is, um, tell me what airline you would refuse to fly on for Austin. It's spirit. Fuck spirit. Even if you're international and maybe you don't have airlines no. like Spirit. Ryan Air. Nobody likes Ryan Air. It's cheap. Can't be that great. Never flown on it, but it can't be that good. Just saying. Scratch See? that. Th there you know. Th that's how you know who's cheap. Who's the one that comes in and says, oh, it's cheap. It can't be that good. Me. Comment down below something that you're really cheap on. I, and you've been cutting yourself out of this frame the whole time. They, they know I'm here. <laughs> It, this is self-produced, bro. Anyway, comment down below something that you're cheap about or maybe something that you want to be a little cheaper about. Yeah. Stop buying Gucci belts. It don't do no good. Yeah. My mom had coach shoes when I was growing up. I'm like, why the hell you need that? My mom did too. Like They were a thing. Yeah. For what? And now where are they? In the trash. Literally. You spent $400 on them and where are they? Secondhand. Right. Getting sold at a thrift store. Literally. You cheap ass. Crocs would have done it just fine. <laughs> I was just going to say, my Crocs were just fine. I can even clean them in the dishwasher. <laughs> we'll leave it with the Crocs. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We appreciate you being here. We'll see you in the next video. Bye. Thank you for listening to Today's Money. If you want to check out the video that goes along with this episode, there's a link in the show notes. Now make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to so you don't miss any future episodes. And if there's anything that I can do to help you along your trading journey, please reach out to me. My contact info is in the description as well. Thank you very much, and I'll see you in the next episode.